Okay, welcome to the Progress Neighborhood Podcast. My name is Mackie and today we're having a fellow podcaster, a friend that uh, nakilala ko sa, sa podcasting world. And he has this podcast, a dark podcast. Uh, Mr. Dark Theory himself, Jet Cleofi. Welcome to the podcast. How are you, man? How are you? I'm good, I'm good. Yeah. Uh, always so, a pleasure to be speaking to you. <laughs> na naman <laughs> diba oh nga no yeah remember we've never met in person yeah. but yeah, I've but lost we... count of the number of times that we've been on on zoom calls mm-hmm. at saka we've been sending food ayudas <laughs> oh nga no <laughs> yeah ayun so... always a pleasure to be on your show man mm-hmm. ayun so the the first time I had Jet POV was uh, when I was with Kimi Uh, on board also in the Progress Neighborhood Podcast um, on Season 1. So, uh, for do- for our listeners right now um, na didn't get the chance to, to uh, get a glimpse of you on, on Season 1, uh, can you tell us more about who is Jet Cleofi behind the Dark Theory Podcast and what you currently do? Oh yeah, sure. Um, so, this is a pa- podcasting is a passion project, of course. Um, Full time, I work at the BPO. Um, I've recently joined a new organization, so I'm on my second day with with this new organization. I've been doing the BPO gig since 2007. So, so for that long time, I've been doing that. Before that, I was teaching English as a second language and. Um, Um, DJing for for radio stations in the province. I've, I've been with two stations. I was with two stations before going full time corporate with with BPOs. Um, and then outside of that, I'm your average um, Filipino tito drinks purses. <laughs> I've become a bore, man. Like uh, I'm not able to to relate to a lot of things millennial Oy, nowadays. Ito. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm not saying that it's a bad thing. I'm 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 more actually knocking myself more than anything. It's really just you get to a point where you're unable to absorb um, things that are 20 15 to 20 years beneath what uh, what you're accustomed to. <laughs> like for example, I'll give you an example. Um, so first two days in the team, of course, is new hire orientation, right? Yeah. Um, and this is a massive group of, of people being oriented into the organization. Some 300 people in one um, virtual meeting bridge. Uh-huh. And when the facilitator got to the point about, you know, what in, what inspires you and all of that, dude, somebody said BTS. Um, and then she... <laughs> And then the person went on to. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm not saying it's bad. But yeah, I know. Judging from your reaction, you and I are of the same uh, age bracket, and it's something that we're not able to to grasp, to absorb. Um, I think that's that's 
that's how things are really when when you get to a certain age and so behind dark theory that's me you know i'm old school um True. and just uh, and a person who loves to talk obviously mm-hmm. oh it was like uh when you were talking about the the tito um tito era Uh, mm-hmm. that we're currently experiencing right now um, a lot of instances um, na nagbacktrack sa akin while you were talking about it I remember this time na uh, I corrected as a developer because I work also in the tech industry uh, so as a developer I have junior developers under under me so um, meron yung time na I had to reprimand this certain person because technically uh, and dami na ng delayed projects and tuwing dadaan ako sa cubicle niya I was like um lagi siyang nanonood ng, ng, ng something well he's young he's a fresh grad and he's mm. more of like what we call in our era uh, a geek or a nerd <laughs> and then uh, with that ang nangyari is that parang um, uh, naalala ko I reprimanded him because sabi ko ang dami mo ng delay nod ka kasi nod ng Power Rangers or something <laughs> sabi ko Sir Mac hindi yan Power Rangers it's this means you mentioned siyang show like well it's Power Rangers to me <laughs> ayun nakasulat yun sa report niya nakasulat yun sa report niya nireport ko siya dun sa sa senior developer namin na uh, kaya na-delay tong project na to because apparently Thomas is watching Power Rangers at work. At work. Uh, <laughs> and galit siya. Sabi niya, Sir Ma, ano ba yan? It's not Power Rangers. Sabi niya, well, Power Rangers to me. Ano ba? <laughs> Ayun. I'm trying to I'm trying to empathize, right? I can't remember again this isn't I'm not saying that what the person did was bad it's just I'm trying to remember all of the previous uh, orientations I've had when I first started working many years ago even in the radio industry for example so my first day orientation with the station manager I don't remember saying that you know um, I'm inspired by um, Pearl Jam or Stone Temple Pilots <laughs> you know, I didn't make references to to a pop culture icon at the time you know to kind of uh, relate that to why I do what I do yeah. so yeah I think that's that's how cha- that's how things have changed uh, right now pop culture kind of you know immerses itself and uh, gets absorbed into all aspects of people's lives and I think that's that's pretty much acceptable right now it takes a while to it and you know it's, it's a bit of a challenge to to grasp for someone who's um, backwards like myself mm-hmm. okay Ayun, so uh, that is Jet Cleovi behind the Dark Theory podcast. Now, now we get on to what you currently do aside from that corporate gig that you're having right now, which is technically podcasting. So what got you? What got you into podcasting? Sure. Um, so like I said earlier, um, I used to do radio. That's my first love, really. Um, and I don't know with the with DJs in Manila, but in the province, you, you don't make money at all uh, doing radio. But that's my first love. It's the least, uh, to this day, I say that it was the most enjoyable job that I've ever done. 
it also was the least financially rewarding, <laughs> least stressful, um, and least financially rewarding. Um, so not everybody becomes gets to become Mo Twister, unfortunately, right? Yeah. Um, oh. or, or not everybody gets to become the or the Tony Tony and you know all these from 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 Boys Night Out who are really raking it in. But I think those guys are are few and far between, and and the 80% of the population who get stuck in the in the radio industry just you know uh, barely get by um, and so ultimately at one point I, I made the decision to you know passion or do I want to get get ahead in life and then I chose the the latter you know because bills and priorities and adulting and what have you but at the core you know uh, I'm still I'm still that Uh, young kid from the early 2000s who just wanted to get into radio mm-hmm. um, and I can't do that right now obviously you know uh, with, with the demands of, of corporate life um, it will be difficult to juggle two jobs which I did uh, for a while in the province I taught and DJed at the same time uh, but in, in Manila I doubt that I can do that and especially at the, at the stress levels of, of the job right now Very impossible. Um, fortunately, there is uh, there are platforms that allow for us to do something like this. I think that's the closest that I can I can get to. Obviously, of course, um, podcasting isn't uh, isn't exactly the same as radio. I don't get to play music. I don't get to interact with listeners. Um, but I think it's the closest thing that uh, that you get. So that's the primary motivation. The second bit is that. I'm just interested in a lot of things, as you would know, as you can see perhaps in, yeah, in my Facebook feeds. And I'm very opinionated. I'm I'm very uh, heavily opinionated about almost everything. Um, and so, yeah, that's that's the motivation to just get out some some stuff there. That I have constant conversations in my head that mm-hmm. never stop. Um, And so the podcast podcasting is my way to get it out there. Um, I started out with with a non niche podcast, um, taking inspiration from from Gary Vaynerchuk. He's one of my heroes, right? He said, you know, don't go into a niche because your niche is yourself. Like yeah. going into a niche podcast is a little limiting. So I, I did that once. Um, I find I found it difficult to to market that and to grow. Um, because really, like, how do you target your audience when you're talking about a hundred things all at once or you talk about one thing in this episode and another thing in this episode it takes it's a little difficult so I shifted strategies I said I think it would be more manageable and smarter to to go into a niche um, grow that first make a name for myself and then then like my 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 growth horizon for podcasting will still be to continue to grow dark theory and in the process when I've made a name for myself over there through dark theory um, get into the non-niche podcast and and do those things side by side mm. okay well uh, you've mentioned that um, you started or your first love is technically radio DJ and mm-hmm. uh, being a DJ so uh, before you tell us more about that gig of yours uh, back then uh, I just wanted to agree with you na, uh, well technically podcasting uh, in my perspective as well because uh, I had radio experience before but then um, and difference lang natin is 
I get to play the music, but I don't get to talk to talk on it. Just because I'm a, I'm a music producer and a club DJ at the same time. Mm-hmm. But then I, I only play I only play extended club music for those who are who came from clubs now. Because my 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 playing slot back then was like 2 a.m. 2 a.m. till. What radio? What, what radio station was this? Um, it's under it, Monster before. No, not mm. Monster. Um, Max. It's called Max FM. Before oh, one of three and a half, the one of three point five, and then when King, when King yeah. DJ Logan was there, that was how they said it. One of three and a half. It's Kelly, DJ Kelly, uh, the one who who got me um, uh, a playing time or an air. Because uh, back then, if you can remember, if you could remember closely, we had um, multiply, right? multiply kids. One of the earlier yeah, social media uh, platforms. Ayan. So kids, um, there's this multiply before, even way before Facebook, um, and like a mid mid-year ng Frenzer it came out so same goes it's Multiplies is a website um, widely used by Filipinos before because MySpace isn't a thing here in the Philippines ayun so admittedly I didn't have MySpace because I knew that in the States it was bigger than than Friendster oh it's bigger than Friendster because uh, they have this IM feature which we had as Yahoo Messenger pero anyway ayun <laughs> <laughs> there's too much titoness in this episode well, well yeah but then uh, as I was saying uh, it's with uh, DJ Kelly of the Bite Club uh, and she noticed yata na ano, she noticed na uh, I was releasing SoundCloud um, mixes uh, from week to week and uh, on a whim I just you know what if itag ko kaya yung isang DJ na friend ko dito sa Multiply so that baka sakaling magplay yun mm. then she messaged me na parang uh, she's going on air tonight and she's going to uh, parang plug some of the tracks that I played so it started there and then uh, I uh, from that may mga nakilala na akong mga prime na DJs na club DJs and I I got gigs from them and all but yeah in a nutshell podcasting is technically uh, a way for me well ito lagi mo nakikita na templated sagot ko sa podcast PH community na mm-hmm. whenever someone ask um why do you do podcasting and uh, makikita mo na lang magko-comment ng I'm podcasting because I'm not good look. I, I'm not that good looking to do vlogging. <laughs> which is, which is, well, yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Although, although uh, people, what? yeah, I, I disagree with the with the not good looking part. Well, although although people are are telling me na, oh, you work in the broadcast media and scared ka sa camera. This, yeah, that's why I work in the broadcast media and in the bro- working in the broadcast media. Lagi ako nang sa likod ng camera. So that's why. <laughs> right. Ayun. So, 
same thing with me being a radio guy. I, I never really got comfortable with being on camera. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's just a, a really awkward parang, situation. Parang, for me. parang iba yung stress. <laughs> oh, oh. It, it, you, you get really self-conscious. Like obviously, you you, you probably have seen, have been seeing me touch my nose more than more than once already. There, there's nothing wrong with my nose. It's really just displacement behavior because I'm not comfortable. That's why I have all of these unnecessary gestures. Ayon. So, ayon yah. Going back, tell us more about your background as a radio DJ. How, how did you start? I mean, did you did Ooh. you took a, a course in college? Because <clears throat> um, as far as I can remember, um, most of my friends who are who are radio DJs here and in, in abroad, they didn't actually talk. Uh, a course like a communications course, a broadcasting mm. course, mm. or not even. A, I have a DJ friend. She's a radio DJ in Colorado, Ayun. and she's a graduate of biochemistry. Interesting. <laughs> so it's it's a good thing that you you pointed it out. I started out really young. Um, so in the province, we only had one channel on TV growing up. So. Mm-hmm. Um, You will not find this relatable in the province, for example, where where I'm from. I don't know that it's true in in all provinces, but in Bicol, um, um, in in Legaspi specifically, where I'm from, um, in the late '80s, early '90s, there was only one channel, and all of the shows are actually a week delayed. So, whoa, tape, yeah. Including the news, <laughs> so <laughs> everything gets taped here, and then for a week, and then everything gets shipped to to Bicol, and then it gets broadcasted from a local relay station over there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we had nothing to do. And then ano pa? There were very few shows back then. Eh? The rest of the time, ano lang, 700 Club, which is a, a Christian show. And yeah, how much show? Uh, th- that thing would run for maybe six hours a day. Like the rest of the <laughs> six hours a day. Tapos mga so there was very little to to do outside of TV really. And so we had radio though. Um, my 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 grandpa would listen to the local news in the morning, and then the rest of the day the I'd, I'd be with the, so I'd be at school for example, and then in the afternoon, but bata ka half day lang ni school dati sa amin. Yeah. So the rest of the day I'd be with. With uh, with Ayaya, um, and if it's still too hot to play outside, you have no choice but to stay home, or you, you you're made to go to sleep. And the option was to um, pretend to go to sleep long, and then just listen to whatever was on radio. And then so paghapon FM na yun eh. And so that's how I got started. I got fascinated with. Uh, people speaking on the radio. That's pag FM kasi pure English pa dati. Um, it only was recent where Tagalog and like in Bicol, Bicol became acceptable for FM announcers to use on air. In back then, it was still English. So nagulat ako na ano na pati ka palang tomawag sa radio and then nagbibikol pala sila, right? So I thought they were I thought they were Americans. So it was something very fascinating. And then when I got to, I think second year high school, I think I can do this, or at least I thought I could, right? And sabi ko si gisusubukan ko, and I always had that that dream of of becoming a DJ. And then eventually in college, 
um, true enough, I wanted to take broadcasting. Um, I, uh, just like most kids back then, uh, you don't really get to decide what you want, what you can do with your life. So people say, no, do this instead, take this instead. So I, I wanted to go into broadcasting. Uh, I didn't get to do that. I went into business school instead. Mm-hmm. Um, and then while a sophomore at university, I heard this ad on radio for, uh, for radio jocks. So I applied. Um, um, it was such a big thing still back then. Um, so out of 24 applicants, I will never forget this. Out of 24, only it was only four of us who made it to the to the final four. Um, and so you know, so I've been listening to these people my whole life, and I'm interacting with them. It was it was large. I got starstruck. Really, um, it was larger than life for me. I was interacting with them. They were training us. Um, uh, I had 30.5 units at university back then. So you can imagine I had no breaks, really. Yeah. I was at school from 8 in the morning till till 7 in the evening. I'd go to a quick dinner after school and then proceed to the to the radio station to train. So graveyard shift kami tinitrain. So the, the reason for that is because um, there were very few advertisements, if any. Um, there were no sponsorships and very few advertisers, especially the national advertisers, would would monitor at 9 p.m. onwards. Mm-hmm. So that was the time that we were getting trained. So we got trained for two to three weeks. Dude, um, I didn't make it. I didn't make it. And it broke my heart. Like I was I was crying. For, like, interestingly, I was just speaking to, to a DJ friend about this last night. I cried for days, man. Um, and then I would fail three more times um, before finally making the cut. So, so as you can tell, I'm very persistent and I don't easily give up on on anything, <laughs> on, on the things that I am passionate about, on on things that I want to achieve. But so yeah, the I didn't cry as much. Actually, I didn't cry at all for the three other times that I that I failed. Um, but the first time, man, it was it was really painful. So that was, I think, it took me about two to three years before I finally finally landed a gig. Mm-hmm. I think pinagtatawa na ako ng mga kaibigan ko eh, parang, just let it go, dude. It's not for you. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> kulang, I did, they, nobody really told me that. I think nobody had the heart to tell me that because obviously I don't sound like your the old school DJ wala pa mga mo twister dati eh. or at least sa Manila pa lang like in the province if you wanted to be a DJ y- your voice had to be this big booming deep sounding voice I don't have that obviously mm-hmm. um, and so maybe that's one of the reasons why I never really made the cut mm-hmm. so none of my friends would had a heart to tell me to, to stop but I knew somehow that some of them have that behind their heads going on um, and then finally I I'm stubborn though I would not have listened still if like, anybody told me that I would just you know kind of flip them the bird and still do, <laughs> do my thing mm-hmm. Ayun. well technically I, I can I can I can relate to that experience because when I was I can remember when I was in high school um, uh, or even in elementary days the only use of TV for me during my younger days uh, the only time slot that a television would make sense to me is 4 p.m. till 6 p.m. That's where cartoons. The, yeah, the cartoons, the animes, and after that, it's drama, 
news mm. and all na mm. ayon and uh, that's where I I was open about podcasting uh, that's the first time I heard about podcasting um, they I remember my cousin my cousin is doing podcasting using Winamp Again, kids. Do this your was kids. way back. Yeah. Again, kids. If you're listening to this, I know most of my, most of my, uh, most of the listeners of the Progress of Neighborhood podcast are technically still in college because um, the niche and all. Pero uh, here's a good thing. Uh, there, back then, you should ask your parents about what is Winamp because. Uh, that's where that's where the progress neighborhood started <laughs> technically started yeah um, my cousin is doing podcasting on Winamp and podcasters right now is very lucky to have apps like you know Anchor Spreaker uh, wherein they could just plug their microphones or headphones in and start talking and talking and then publish it or edit it tweak it a little bit and edit it add some music or background music in it and then publish it and then just wait for it to to be consumed but then seeing the process of my cousin um ang ginagawa niya is he'll open the wind amp and then connect the wind amp to the dial up I know you can relate to that dial up internet connection ayun after the dial up internet connection um that connection would connect to a separate server, which is IceCast. Back then, it's IceCast. Ayun. And then that IceCast, uh, when you... I don't know if you can still remember when you... Uh, have you experienced ba? Because uh, I, I don't know in the province, yung dial-up internet connection. Or even in... Next, so we never had that at home. We never uh, had internet at home. So uh, if I... And I learned the I learned to, to navigate all of these things a little late. So when I started working is when I started to to get familiarized with with a computer. Uh, interestingly, at university, nagtuturo ng computer pero tinuturo doon coding which didn't make sense. Uh-huh. Programming, sorry, programming which didn't make sense. If you're at business school, dapat inaaral mo Excel, uh-huh. um, Word, uh, PowerPoint. Right. Uh, Excel-aided accounting, PowerPoint, yeah, Word. None of those were taught to us. So, joining the workforce, it was a little, it was a little mismatch in what I, what what was taught um, and what was needed. And then, so self-taught lang. Um, Dial-up, na ko lang din sa sa radio na um, at home because at home we didn't have that. So all of those things, like if you needed to check your email, pupunta ka ng ng net cafe, which was expensive. Which was expensive in... 30 pesos in, for what? <laughs> right. Just a bagal nun. So you only get to check your email realistically, what? Every once a month? Uh-huh. Ano na eh? Um, mabilis na yung... Eh, frequent na yung twice a month dati. So yeah. So a lot of the things that you're uh, saying, I can only relate to from a point where I was already working. But when I was a student, those things were unheard of for me. Mm-hmm. So I was saying kanina, I was like, um, uh, I start mag DJ, you know, to mix songs and produce songs. Because what my cousin did was that, um, sabi sa akin, gusto mo magapera. Like, I'll pay you like 25 pesos per night. 
or hindi ka naman nanonood ng news or hindi ka naman nanonood ng drama, punta ka na lang sa kwarto ko and then let's let's do something there. Ayun. So I was like, sige, sure. Ayun. So kaya niya pala ako gustong uh, turuan. Well, gusto niya rin akong turuan kasi I asked para matuto kung paano mag-mix yung sa turntables and all. Ayun. So when he was he was he taught me how to do it. Uh, for his own benefit pala. Mm. For him to focus on talking. Ayun. Talking on Icecast. So, sabi ko, uh, saan naririnig yung Icecast? But, uh, lumalabas ka sa radyo, kuya, gumagaya. Hindi naman sa radyo, pero um, there's this there's this forum in the internet before called Pinoy Exchange. <laughs> Old school. <laughs> yeah, there's this forum before called Pinoy Exchange, and there are um, there is a a section wherein there's there's a lot of listed um, uh, podcast, pero they call it online radio before. Mm. Yeah, online radio. So we uh, online radio for love songs, online radio for rap music, online radio for ano ganyan. Tapos lalabas doon while you're browsing ano uh ayan, so mga kids, this type of forum is like Discord, okay? Pero when you open uh that certain server, meron nagpe-play na music. Yun yung online radio na ginagawa nung pinsan ko. It depends on kung saan ka naka-tune in. So, it ha- it all happens there. So, ayun yung ano. And then, I remember sabi ko, kumikita ka ba dyan? And then, sabi niya, uh, there are people who will send me, uh, who will text me uh, pin numbers from that dial-up card yung ISP Bonanza they will send me in exchange of a song so technically dumadami yung internet hours ko nakapaglaro ako ng games uh, more games ang nalalaro ko sa computer ko kasi sinesendan nila ako ng internet in exchange na magpiplay ako ng song and at the same time igigreet ko rin sila so technically it's like radio or something so uh, when I when I had my per, when we had our, for our own computer set Ang una kong di-download is yun. <laughs> yung Winamp. And I was like, clueless, man. I was like, I know how to to turntable. I know how to mix songs. Okay? But then, I don't know how to digital. Ayun. So, what I did was like, listen and listen to podcasts. Um, paano nila ginagawa? Ganyan-ganyan. Tapos, uh, meron pa nga, magmumuka na ako nung sirang plaka doon nakakatanong uy paano po yung effect na ganito yung parang nag echo or something tapos kailangan po ba may mic ayun so yung mga common questions sa mga podcasters ngayon na anong better mic worst ang questions guys dati as in worst yung paano meron pang paano po i-connect yung mic sa PC nyo ganun kalala yung mga tanong na nakikita namin sa Pinoy Exchange before when doing the podcasting but yeah Seeing the humble beginnings of podcasting, di ba? And seeing kung ano yung podcasting and sobrang iba na. Lalo na on your perspective. Na uh, you grew up in a place wherein radio is the most viable uh, channel wherein you could get an updated information. Because as you said, TV is one week delay. Mm. So... Uh, you started I didn't realize that you started really early in the, in, in podcasting you're one of the first 
essentially. Yeah. No? Like if if you're talking about Winamp and Pinoy Exchange, that was way back. Yeah, that was way back. Ayon. Uh-huh. Ayon. So I was like, because before, um, I was like writing. I'm writing. I'm blogging. But then, naisip ko, ah, uh, nakakatamang mag-type minsan. I mean, I'm not that. Although it contradicts on what I do right now because I'm a developer. I I type for a living. But then, back then when when I was uh, a teenager, talagang wala. I mean, uh, as much as possible, gusto, pwede ba sabihin ko na lang sa'yo, huwag ko na i-type. Mga ganun. Or, uh, I'd rat, I prefer calls than text before. Ayun. So, ayun. And then, instead of mag-vlog, sabi ng cousin ko, mag-podcast ka, try mo. Ikaw i-air next time. Ayun. So, introduce niya ako and then, paano ba magsasalita or something. Tinatanong ko siya, pwede bang magmura dito or something. <laughs> well, pwede naman kasi it's a forum and all. Ayun. And then, kung, kung may kailangan i-bleep, meron siyang, meron siyang pinipindot sa screen na mag-bleep. Gagano'n. Or, ayun. So, I'm, I'm also, like you, I'm also fascinated on how radio, radio production or radio broadcast. That's why I stuck into podcasting until now. Ayan. <laughs> and ever grew. Ayan. Pero, here's uh, a million, well, technically a million dollar question for you. Uh, after college, although, sabi na natin, um, during college, diba, you, you're training na for your radio DJ stint, right? I was doing my the very first time that I applied I was a sophomore mm-hmm. tapos oh so about two and a half years right mm-hmm. so sophomore tapos I, I failed I tried and failed four more times it was on the fifth try that I made it and that was um, a few months after college so hindi pa graduate I was supposed to but I didn't uh, there was one subject that I that I failed so all the more that it was challenging to look for a job in 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 the early 2000s in in the province you had to have a diploma for any kind of job so the but the only available jobs then were like the local industries and banks so um and then the rest would go to Manila and so that's how I landed the gig I think it was um serendipity because well number one I knew that I wanted to do it and they weren't too picky with what you, with your degree. They weren't too, too picky whether you had a, a degree. So it worked out for me. Um, so yun, um, that's how I got started. But there was an adjustment because, um, so like, we we both have our preferences for music, right? And and that first radio station that I played at played the kind of music that I paid attention to that I listened to um, and then you can say that they were top 40 so you know the, the DJs were, were all English it was a um, it was a different kind of discipline injected into into uh, ang tawag dun board work eh, when you're on board yeah. diba? so there was a different kind of, of preparation and discipline that came into the board work um, and then back then it didn't make sense to me why I wasn't um why I wasn't getting hired on those uh, four other times that I applied with different radio stations. Now it makes sense, or later on in life it made sense. Um, well, the second, ano lang talaga, the, that guy was uh, 
was a jerk. He wanted a friend to, he wanted one of his friends to, he wanted to hire one of his friends. And so that's why he was being a jerk to me. And then I didn't pursue uh, my application with, um, with uh, that radio station. It's a national network in the counterparts in Manila. Um, and then the three other times, it was with the same radio station, um, um, national network. Dinto. What wasn't working was I was trying to apply, and I wasn't. I wasn't. What do you call this? I wasn't tailor fitting my application to what they needed. Mm. So the first, those first three attempts, first two attempts with this national network. Um, uh, I'm saying campus radio. Mm-hmm. So the first two attempts that I did with campus radio in the province, um, I was still my myself. Like I wanted to be a DJ for the for OKFM, the first station that that I got turned down on. But campus radio at the time in the provinces was going through a transition. So from being from sounding like LS in Manila, being you know a pop music station. Um, campus radio decided to go the mass route, and so ah, okay. I, I was applying as a as a pop top 40 DJ. Even the air names that I choose, they'd say, "So okay, what what air names are you gonna choose?" And I'd, I'd, I'd say something that was considered um, high end. So they don't And then so eventually I figured out, oh, okay, that's this, that's why that's that, that's happening because they're looking for something for someone that would fit into the. What was your air name? <laughs> eventually, so yeah. eventually when I did, uh, when I did. No, no, let's let's start with what was your air name supposedly before you realized that mass. Oh, nakalimutan ko na. Okay. Nakalimutan ko na. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's corny, but at the time I I found it cool. <laughs> <laughs> pretty sure. And yeah. then uh, eventually, and right now, air names are still a thing in the province. I don't know that that's still so much a thing in Manila. Ibang ano na lang yata. It's just some of the some of the few uh, masa-oriented stations. Mega pa. The rest just they just use their their names. Yeah. Um, but so anyway, um, where was I? Uh, yeah, my air name. When it did finally land a gig with, with Campus Radio, masa na nga, eh, di ba? So they were using household names. Kailangan ko explain kasi baduy talaga yung pangalong. Uh. So kailangan masa, tapos uh, relatable yung pagkain. So Campus Radio, kailangan mga radio stations dati may theme eh, ng like if this one station has a theme of of air names. Um, okay. With Campus Radio, it was it was. Um, it was household names. So my uncle, my kuya, okay. my tito, those those sort of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and because I was the youngest DJ at the time, and because manipisim bosses ko, hindi nga old school. Eh. So baby yung pangalang ko. <laughs> baby Jet, actually. Okay, baby. Well, well, Baby Jet, yeah. Uh, that ah, sounds. No. Well, well <laughs> before, before before we go on to uh, the ad break, um, can you still remember your opening spiel? 
Oh naman, you, it's standard eh. So if you if you sample, sample. Ah, no. <laughs> ano lang, station ID, the call sign, and then the, the previous song, the artist. Ah, and then then depende kung kung sponsored siya, you have a closing billboard. Mm-hmm. Uh, or if you're introducing the song, you have an opening billboard. Ah, okay. Same rin pala when we're doing shows on ABS before. Like, uh-huh. uh, Ganun yeah. din ang tawag sa radyo. Eh. So, this song is brought to you by... Yeah. The, ano, magandang training. Um, so, I only got to... 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 deliver spiels the fourth time. The fourth time that I... that I failed. Um, at tas ano yun? AOB ang tawag. Mm-hmm. So, an AOB is a pre-recorded a pre-recorded uh, sorry not a pre-recorded it's a it's a verbatim that you have to read on air AOB stands for announcer on board so pagka makikita like mo sa program lag sorry it's it's like a spiel correct so makikita mo sa log yun eh if you're a DJ your bible is your program log it tells you when to go on commercial break and what to play during those breaks um, and then you can't have competing competing advertisers uh, next to each other so halimbawa San Miguel and can you say brands in your podcast yeah. so you're, okay so for example San Miguel and um Colt me Colt 45 baba so for example yeah right? so, San Miguel <laughs> yeah so you can't play them next to each other uh, tapos for example balik sa AOB so for example after San Miguel pag sa program lag mo may nakalagay San Miguel with AOB we have a set of cards with AOBs. So that was the first time that I had that I was able to to be on air. Sobrang kinakabahan talaga. The rest of the time, like all other times that I that I was trained, taga spin lang talaga. Eh. Mm. Um, and then na naabutan ko pa sa radio na hindi pa computer, CD pa, CD mm. and turntables. Yeah, right? g- so g- ganin yung gamit namin sa shout uh, ay sa podcast. Sabi. CD pa and then the stingers uh, naka floppy disk pa so very old school but at the time it was considered high tech ah, kasi naka floppy disk yung ano mo yeah, oh. yung stingers mo ibang station tape hmm. right um, but so yeah uh, that was the first time that I delivered a spiel on air I, I, it was a cheapy AOB um, and I sucked <laughs> terribly <laughs> we have do you guys have SOP on um on moments na if you messed up like what, what do you mean like for example if you if you throw in a spiel and mali yung yung na 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 blurt out mong word or something mm. you, have, you have SOPs on that or or sometimes sometimes because that's what I saw when I get to to visit stations here in Manila. Um, na parang uh, oh, muntikan. Yun yung mga sinasabi yung mga onboard DJs. Muntikan na ako na bulul doon. Sabi yung mga muntikan na ako na bulul doon. Gabi, kinabahan ako doon. I don't know that it's SOP but most of my mentors in in radio would always tell me never admit that you made a mistake. So, kanyari na bulul ka. Wag mo acknowledge move forward, bumawi ka sa sunod na, na hirit mo, but never acknowledge. So, see, like you never, you, you never, like it never happened. Yeah. 
parang dead soap lang. Unless of course it's a it's an it's an advertiser which happened to me multiple times. Just memo yun, talagang memo yun. Kasi may there's a threat of of the advertiser pulling out. So because Campus Radio was massa, meron kaming mga top of the hour news na sponsored. Mm. So, and then may opening and closing billboard yun. So you play the news the, the news bed, the news background music. And then babasahin mo yung uh, you introduce the news and then babasahin mo yung opening billboard mo. So balitang balitang ito hatid sa inyo ng lagi mo nang pagpapalit yung mga brandy dati eh. So Emperador, Grand Matador, <laughs> um Um, soberano uh-huh. ang daming brandy dati eh yeah. and, and so napagpap, napagpalit ko dati and it doesn't help that they sound the same like Emperador and Gran Matador so hindi mo pwedeng ipagpalit yung tagline because it's the it's the brand recall diba? so at that time at the time Gran Matador yata was ang batayan ng masarap na brandy or, or was it Emperador see I'm, I'm still confused uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, either. But so anyway. Ayun. But so yun. Nasabi ko nang maayos yung opening billboard. Ang balitang ito, hatid sa inyo ng Emperador Brandy, blah, blah, blah. And then pagdating sa closing billboard, tama pa rin yung brand. Iba na yung tagline na nasabi ko. Babawi yun. Babawiin mo yun. Kasi sponsored. Tapos pagkasabi mo nun, magpiplay ka ng commercial eh. Uh-huh. So, play mo yung commercial ng brand. So na, I caught it. And then, nabawi ko. Or pag hindi mo nabawi, somebody will hear it. Your PD, your program director, or station manager, or the tech on duty will hear it. Kasi they also have a copy of the log. Uh, they will call you out. Tapos you have to go on air and uh, take it back. Tapos kinabukasan may, ano, may memo ka nun. <laughs> which which makes sense. Which makes sense. Uh, well, it would, it would technically turn out naman uh, for the benefit of everyone because syempre pag nawala ng advertisers yung station mm-hmm. um, wala silang papasweldo sa'yo right? Tama? I, correct I, I learned a lot of things on it's not rocket science but it's not as simple as what people think it is um, there's still uh, some due diligence needed uh, you have to pay attention hindi pwedeng paulit-ulit yung sinasabi mo and then because um I, I, I had a pushback. So, sa probinsya pa, Englishero talaga ako eh. And not, not to sound elitist. Um, and and because, I grew up in, uh, because I grew up in the province, yung Tagalog ko, it's never gonna sound like anyone from from Manila. Right? May, ano, may punto. May access. Yeah. Right. Um, and so, that's why I was more comfortable with English because I wasn't trying to sound like anybody not from the Philippines but at least with English it's more neutral I don't have an my my, my, my accent was not as my, my Bicol accent was not as noticeable mm-hmm. um, so I was more comfortable using it but when I joined Amasa Station bawal eh Chit, kailangan English, English Tagalog oh Tagalog so 20% English tapos 80% Tagalog tapos kung mag, pwede mag Bicol mag Bicol ka So that was a pushback for me. It was a learning experience, and then but you had to to find a way to be entertaining um, without. Sorry, you have to find a way to be entertaining, even if it were in in a language that uh, you're not as confident. Like in normal conversation, obviously on on daily conversations, uh, 
sa probinsya, Bicol naman talaga yung gamit. But the, the, the Bicol that you speak on the street will not translate well on radio. So you'd have to respect what you do naman eh. So I, I wasn't as comfortable in in my radio Bicol. Like on the street, of course, barubal yung usapan. I can't speak like that on air, right? I mean, even my Tagalog, even my Tagalog would have to sound, you know, it to me, at least sa akin, um, I, I held myself to a standard. Like if I spoke Tagalog, I would have to sound like like a, a Manila DJ speaking Tagalog. Hindi yung pilit. And I have to do it in an entertaining manner. Compound that with the fact that I'm playing music that I don't like to listen to at all. I can say this now. <laughs> I'm no longer with, with that radio station. But at the time, the, the songs that we would play were Sex Bomb Dancers, um, um, Viva Hot Babes. Viva Hot Babes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But... Pero gusto ko talaga yung radyo. So uh-huh. I didn't like the songs, but the discipline needed, the preparation needed, um, being on air thrilled me. So it was a balancing act for me. Hmm. Um, and then eventually natutunan kong gumawa ng, ng mga local ads, like being in the recording booth. Sometimes wala naman akong ginagawang local ad. <clears throat> I just record myself there. <laughs> and I, I was really addicted <laughs> with, 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 with a job. Uh-huh. Right? Um, so... For example, two hours lang naman eh. Tapos after that, you're free and then you come back after six hours to do your next show. Um, but I wouldn't go anywhere. Like after my my show is done, I would stay for the next DJ, hang out in the booth or hang out in the recording booth and, and, and toy around with stuff. I really, really loved being at work. Yeah. Uh, um, when I joined corporate, I couldn't wait to get out of the door. <laughs> I'd wait, make true. an True yan. As in, parang uh, kaka-timing mo palang sa Bundy o parang uh, yeah. lunch na tayo. <laughs> Totoo yung meme na yun eh. Like after struggling for for 15 minutes, I died when I realized I still had 7 hours and 45 minutes left oh. in, <laughs> in in my day. I never had anything like that on radio. Hmm. I had to work on Sundays. I never, I never, it never bothered me. That I had to work on Sundays. That I had to be on air on Sundays. It never bothered me that I was on air on Christmas. Uh, that's how how much I loved. Still, pala, that's how uh, much I still love uh, radio. Radio, yes. Okay, so more of Jet Cleofi when we return after this interesting plug from our featured podcast of the month. Stay tuned. The truth they say is out there. Trouble is, the truth sometimes can be bland and uninteresting. Subscribe to Dark Theory. Dark Theory is a self-produced Philippine podcast that takes you down a rabbit hole of mystery, conspiracy, and dark twisted tales that blur the boundaries of what you know to be real subscribe to a little darkness listen to dark theory available on spotify apple podcast and anchor we make the truth a tad bit more delightful all with a pinch of darkness this is dark theory
And we're back. Alright. Um, we're still with Jet Cleofi. Uh, the man, the voice behind the Dark Theory podcast. So, um, tell us more about of this podcast. Well, first, uh, let's start with with your podcast before Dark Theory. So, um, a lot of people um, would be shocked. Is is it still live? No, live? no. Even on Spotify. I folded. I don't know if it's still there, but I folded it. Uh, uh, all of the email addresses I, I built around it, I disabled. Okay, that's it. The, well, uh, you started with uh, from the real podcast. Correct. Yeah, Correct. it's it's a docu type podcast, right? Like a like a blog or like a daily a, a daily journal or something. Parang ganon, yeah. Parang uh, and asin wala talaga siyang ne, wala talaga siyang it had no real purpose outside of just being uh, kind of like an online sounding board for me. Mm-hmm. It was a very selfish, you know. It was a very selfish undertaking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was it was all about me. Um, um, I, I learned a lot of things from there as well. Um, I folded it after four, five episodes. Um, yeah. One of the reasons was the primary reason was I got really busy with work. Um, and so it taught me as, as well to kind of bank several episodes or content worth that you can upload anytime so that if you get busy your your podcast doesn't get doesn't get um, impacted oh. um, so yeah I got really busy and I got tired and I just couldn't it's tough to be creative when you're stressed out mm-hmm. um, and then the other piece was I think this is the first time I'm gonna say this in a in a platform in a podcast um, so I guested Stancy. So obviously Stancy has has a following. He's a DJ, yeah. Um, and he's a podcaster too. Um, he's the he's part host of the the Wrestling Drafting podcast. Um, and then he has on deck with with Stancy his his own podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was gracious enough. Um, th- that guy is an absolute gentleman. He was gracious enough to to guest on the show. Um, and, but when I listened to it, uh, I cringed at how I how poorly I did on the podcast. Um, so I just kind of beat myself up for for how very poorly I had done uh, in the podcast. And then it, yeah. it added it added to the demotivation. So napagod sa trabaho, na stress, and then listening to this last episode, yun ang alang yung creative output ko. Eh. And then when I listened to it. Sublay task, and then, um, and when I when I mean sublay, when I listened to it, I kept interjecting. And in the moment when when the podcast was happening, I didn't. But when I listened to it, when I was editing some 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 of it, um, see, I can't even talk about it right now. Asin sublay talagi. And I knew, and and it took a toll on me because uh, in the province, when I was still uh, doing radio, I was the go-to guy for interviews. Big deal, Simon. Pag may ane, pag may. Yes. Kunyar may. Oh, 
Yeah. And then when we're talking about guests, we're talking about bamboo, mm-hmm. kale. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, it's going to be a big deal talaga. Yeah. Dyson K9, South Border, oh. mga ganun. So, when they go to the province, obviously it's a big deal for us. We don't get to see them every day. Mm-hmm. And when when they do visit the station, and then the, the station manager taps into you to do, to do the interview, that says something, di ba? Parang achievement sa'yo yun eh. And then when, when I listen to that uh, interview, it's, it's essentially an interview. And I just, I just kind of shit all over the place. <laughs> like I couldn't get myself to listen to, I had to to uh, to upload it because, I mean, you know, the guy made time for me. Uh-huh. The guy made time for me. And so as a courtesy. And I didn't do my homework, you know. I, I I didn't do the right thing man lang to kind of research about it. It was just you know it was it was beneath the level of standards that I held I held myself up to when I was on radio, um, and that this pod the podcast was the closest that I had to to being back on air, and I I screwed it. Um, so it took a while before I was able to forgive myself for it, and I said, <laughs> you know what, let's let's forget about it. But maybe let's take a different approach this time. Oh man. Ayan. And I was uh, to all our listeners out there, and also the listeners on the Dark Tower podcast. I was technically, I'm proud to say that I'm I'm fortunate enough to see the Dark Theory podcast come to life. Right? Remember Jet? Oh yeah. When we were, oh, we were great. Alam nyo guys, hindi talaga dark theory and dapat. <laughs> something re- something relevant to a Disney character or something. Pero still on the Ano nga ba yun? Oh, oh. It's a echoes, rabbit hole. Echoes from the rabbit yeah, hole. Yeah, echoes from the rabbit echoes hole. Rabbit and hole. I, was, I, was, I was teasing, I was teasing Jet with the echoes, echoes of the rabbit hole. Echoes from the rabbit hole and all ayon. And then um, uh, I get to collaborate with um, a fellow producer, music producer, to give give Jet ideas on on trap beats because uh, he, he needed help. And that's what Progress Neighborhood do. We extend uh, what we could. Um, and then nagulit na lang ako. Meron lang. <laughs> Meron ng Dark Theory podcast. Ayun. So I was like, um, what is how it how how it did came about? I mean, uh, from being a docu-type and doc, knowing knowing that dark theory sits in a in a in a category that is technically uptrend. I mean, kung mo, uh, progress neighborhood is um, is distributed in Amazon and mm. uh, under siya ng society and culture. And ang number one category that they keep on searching on Amazon is crime. True mm. crime and thriller or or meron pa dun yung ano sto- stories from the under the cupboard or something like that. Mm. So yung mga ganun na parang mga simple horror stories or simple simple conspiracy theories like dark theory so uh dun ko na realize na parang it's dark theory sits on a category wherein it's technically a trend so uh how was the transition from doing a docu type podcast to crime and thriller and 
you know, dark theory. Let's say the transition from prom de Rio to dark theory. It wasn't very difficult. Uh, it wasn't very difficult. So I think it 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 uh, ties back to to my radio days, paren. Because um, I was accustomed to speaking a certain way. Um, I was not comfortable speaking a certain way. But when the demand necessitated that uh, I adjust, wala kong choice. I had to. I mean, I think that that kind of uh, instilled in me being I mean the real corporate definition of of being uh, what do you call this of being flexible at work um, and so dahil nga gusto ko talaga yung ginagawa ko mm-hmm. so so I'd listen to other DJs who were in the masa category and I was listening to to those that excelled at what they did na parang uy may nag-English naman so there was a local DJ that I'd listen to um, his name was Little Emmanuel so masa yung hirit niya pero pag nagbitaw siya ng ano pag nagbitaw siya ng English may laman hindi siya nag-English na because it sounds cool or nagpapakyut kasi may May sipa yung ano, yung mga hirit niya. And then the rest, Tagalog. Tapos baduy din yung tugtug niya. So he's a DJ for energy. He was the station manager for energy in, in the province. So yun ang naging motivation ko. So I want to sound like like this guy. It could work it. Eh. And then it, it you know, it, it uh, forces you to be more creative. Mm-hmm. Na, um, and then pinapatay ko na lang, like, may monitor sa loob ng booth, di ba? Pinapatay ko pag hindi ko gusto yung mga kanta. Uh. <laughs> Um, but the rest of the time, uh, uh, like the ad libs that I will put into it, uh, I prepare and then I, I ano din yun eh, sort of mini promotion. Hindi talaga siya promotion. Like pero um, when you get tapped to do the countdown, it means that you're doing something right as well on your daily board work on your daily shows. Mm. So um, when I when I did the countdown. Um, I took inspiration from from other countdown masters from 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 nanonood ako ng mix kasi may Tagalog sa mix kahit pa paano eh. Yeah. So 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 those things. Um, so I learned to be adaptive. Um, and then so going into and then years later I I left campus radio and I, I, I made it back to to a local station that played top 40 um, mm-hmm. which again necessitated the transition because for for 2 years and a half I was a masa DJ. And so I had to relearn, you know, having to speak English on air through and through. And kailangan walang Tagalog. Um, um, and the same thing. Um, I, I prepare for my board work. Like, you don't have phones. You don't have internet access pa dati. So I'd go to an internet shop, uh, look up some... I didn't have TV at the time. Yeah. Radio pay doesn't allow you to, <laughs> to have one. So, <clears throat> research ako and then I bring that into the into the radio show the next day. When I have friends going to Manila, ano yun, addiction yan lang ng lahat ng DJ sa provincia. So, ipunta ka na Manila, record mo naman ako ng, ano, ng mga skills doon ng mga, mga taga-RT, taga-magic. And then, like everybody else would listen to RT and magic because obviously they're magic, RX, um, pero ako merong addition uh, LS kasi LS at the time hasn't transitioned yet so I'd still listen to uh, to John Hendricks that's that guy is in my Mount Rushmore of radio greats um, of course yep yep so so yun um, it necessitated uh, another transition um, and then I had two air names in that radio stage because I, I was trying hindi naman trying 
talagang I was when I was young I was so full of myself and I was I was an ass and it translated into my <laughs> into my on-air personality so sa OKFM naman pagkain yung mga theme ng DJs doon and when I joined them I think Steve Nash was a thing so ano ka na lang ikaw na lang si Steve Nacho so okay but I was a jackass on air <laughs> tapos uh, we were going through a slump sabi nung boss namin we have to redo our programs and we need we need someone in the morning in the in the sign on um, and I was tapped in to to do the to, the, to do the morning show ang hirap na na because I'm not a morning person um, yung show ko 7pm to 9pm yeah it was essentially getting people ready for partying mm-hmm. it was essentially getting people ready for 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 going out into the local club scenes and local uh, bar scene and going to the morning shift iba and even the audience is different yung audience mo sa umaga are not the same people who were drunk last night tulog pa sila eh so yung audience mo sa umaga uh, kids and people getting ready for school and work so it was a different personality spinalitan yung pangalan ko from Steve Nacho na na medyo jackass na eh, medyo dirty because you were preparing people to to go to the clubs eh. but you had to be a little more wholesome in the morning show you can't be Steve you can't be Steve Nacho still kasi pangat yung yung, <laughs> yung and there was a little animosity towards the name so ginawang Johnny Biscuit that was Johnny Biscuit um, wow. and it was a different was cool I mean that's my easier recall it was a common name and then Biscuit is a is a common food like uh, lahat ng tao makain ng biskwit um, and then it's just really easier to say so uh, that was the the air name that stuck with, with me and it was a nicer personality as well so going back to your question I've always like in in the corporate world of course I've, I've gone through several transitions several roles several organizations um, um, I've always been able to transition I wouldn't say seamlessly but I've been Uh, I've been able to transition quite successfully. There will be hiccups. Doing this, for example, from the real into into dark theory. So there was a transition. Um, but like I said, um, all of the topics that go into dark theory are all are, are topics that I'm passionate about and that I love. That I have myself read about multiple times or watched countless YouTube videos on, and I'm just presenting it to. To an audience in in the podcasting format and, and in the Philippines, so the Filipino um, audience. So there's a lot of thought process uh, from my end because yeah, all of the preparatory work that I do, all of the due diligence before I go on air, I bring into into dark theory. If anything, I'm better prepared with the episodes that I come up with in dark theory more than I was for for from the real um, my structure so even how the podcast is, is started and where the the trap beat comes in pinag-iisipan eh um, I, I, have, I have to write some scripts about it obviously there's a lot of research that goes into it pero hindi ko pwedeng copy-paste yun mag-plagiarize ako um, so I have to format and, and, and there some sentences are written that's not gonna work because I didn't write it so I have to rewrite it So that it sounds more natural, um, 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 because I was the one who who wrote it. Um, so yeah, uh, a lot of it has um, 
the, the transition wasn't very difficult. If anything, all of the learnings from Prom Duty I carried over, and this one allowed me to go back to. <clears throat> Um, ng mga local ads, I was I was one of the DJs in the province who was very happy when I was tapped into to write the script uh, or do voiceovers for local ads, even if it was for free. Dapat dapat hindi, pero yung mga sales executives sa mga local station para makabenta. Oy, lilibre na lam na namin yung paggawa ng ad, and and I was so happy na to be. Oy, gawan mo ng ad si gantong advertiser na. Sige yaka na. I was I was always excited about having to. To do those things, so I get to do that with with uh, dark theory because it's not as free form as 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 this. Mm-hmm. I take inspiration as well from. Um, so I'm 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 very interested in a lot of topics, uh, including some really dark ones. And so when when I was trying to to think how I wanted to structure the podcast, uh, I looked for similarly themed. Podcasts in Spotify. There's one, it's Unsolved Mysteries, and so the delivery yeah, style is oh, a little similar. Uh, so um, it's recorded, it's scripted. My sound effects sometimes, my my editing, uh, my voice projection. Uh, um, uh, you kind of go into a character to an extent. Ano pa ba? Um, um, editing. Uh, the way that you sequence the events um, is is thought about because you you kind of want your your you kind of want to give your audience just a little bit of the bread each time and not the whole loaf you know para yeah. may sila so may mga cliffhanger so so ganun. Um, so I'm enjoying it um, and I'm loving it and in fact there was a, a transition but it was the type that I I was uh, looking forward to I guess because like I said you know it, it puts together some of the stuff that I really like from from my first love on radio I, I loved all aspects of radio board work and and production work um, so I get to revisit that with this and then I get to do that with topics that I'm interested in mm-hmm. um, so Moving forward, since this is the Progress Neighbor Podcast, and the main aim of Progress Neighbor Podcast is technically to to pay progress forward. Now the question is: This is a question na lagi na, na it's not new to us members mm-hmm. of of the podcasting community. It's a common question for those people who wanted to start their own podcast. What is the most challenging? The most on the top challenging part of producing a podcast. The most challenging. Oh. Uh, getting over the first episode. Like, the very first episode is the most difficult. You have you will have self doubts. Don't tell your friends, mm-hmm. right? So get on with the podcast. <clears throat> Join a community like Podcast at PH. You will have a lot of support there. Don't don't tell your friends like if you're scared about what people might say. First off, screw what people say. But second, if that bothers you, don't tell them. Just get on with with the first podcast, right? That's the most difficult. Even for me, I like the very first episode for prom for prom the real. Um, I had to put it off for so long because I, I had doubts. Uh, I had doubts. I had I haven't been on air for so long, and it was the closest thing to, to being on air. And I said, kaya ko pa kaya. 
Um, and being on radio itself, like you know, I wasn't necessarily the, like the top jock in in the stations that I joined. I was middle of the road, you know. Um, so um, you're, you're gonna run into a lot of doubts. Just do it and screw what people say and don't tell your friends about it. In fact, um, what I learned too. Uh, so you see, um, Dark Fury is growing. Mm-hmm. Has grown more than from the real ever did. Was because the very first episode, I kind of bugged everybody to listen. And that's why the the downloads for the first episode was was really up there. And then all succeeding episodes just kind of tapered off. Because relationship based yung yung uh, engagement and all of that was done out of courtesy. And then you have to realize that what you put out there may not necessarily be the cup of tea of your friends and that's okay don't feel bad about it so you can't expect your your friends to, to parang, hindi nila ako no, it's just like you're putting out content that doesn't resonate with them it's okay they are not your audience you will be able to find your audience um, so just do your first episode and that's the other difficult piece who do you want to cater to you can it's it's a double-edged sword mm-hmm you you go out there with no niche um, you can talk about anything you can feature anything you can guest anyone but then again it's a little difficult to to target that because right now you talk about business the next day you talk about ghosts the following week you talk about relationships the following week you talk about um, bitcoin right so who do you attract it's it's going to be really difficult hmm. but if But then again, you get to attract more if you play your cards right. But it's difficult. Yeah. It's very challenging. Okay. With with a niche podcast, naman, the marketing is easier. So you get to target. So if you if you just want to focus on business, then everybody else who has planning to uh, planning to start a business will listen to you. You'll be able to attract them. Um, the downside is nakakahonda. Because if you're a person like me who's interested in a million and one things, there's stuff that I can't talk about in dark theory because, diba? I can't talk about happy. I can't talk about motivation on on dark theory because it's so not going to resonate. This is, this is the moment where you talk about motivation, right? right? right. So those are two things. So mahirap pumili between the two. But if you think you can pull off the If you think you can pull off the non-niche because you know you want to attract everyone, do it. Because the advantage to that guy is you're able to you're gonna be able to attract a bigger slice of the pie if you play your cards right. If you put quality content on each and every topic that you engage in. Yeah. Um, and then the downside, of course, is it's very challenging to do that. It's more difficult. It's easier said than done. Um, but so the long-term goal for me, talaga, is to still to start that other podcast um, and keep dark theory of course but there's just a lot of things that I I want to talk about the, the see I, I stay up late at night with a lot of voices in my head and they have to be put out there at one point in the future hmm. nagulat din eh. I, I agree with the points that you said <clears throat> dami nagulat no uh, when I dropped uh, that episode with Mitch Ah, mm. uh, akala nila uh, yung logo lang ng Progress Neighborhood din nagbago. It was like uh, sa, well, yung mga friends ko na supporting the podcast, I, I told them na uh, it's not just the logo, asina. Uh, 
it's I've decided to you know create a playful more playful take because that's what the that's what the neighborhood is should be <clears throat> playful should be harmonious or something so and dami nagulat nung nung it's the common intro of the progress neighborhood the music and all and then biglang parang parang remember that I, I explained it to you nung nung like two to three weeks ago na parang iniba ko yung atake ng progress neighborhood ayun because mm-hmm. I felt like I felt like uh, I'm getting traction that I needed but I'm not getting the results that I wanted right and mm-hmm. if you're not getting the results that you wanted makawala ka ng parang motivation to continue eh. ayun so True. that's yeah I, I agree na uh, yun nga one of the difficult thing of things in starting a podcast is to determining or defining what is your podcast podcast purpose Correct. as well as the audience Ayon. and the first episode and then everything else should be relatively easier I say relatively you'd still run into hiccups you'll run into bouts of of um reduced creativity or reduced motivation um, it, it will happen oh one thing that I learned or read about is if it's a passion project if it's a passion project don't set deadlines don't set targets kasi passion project siya. so I, I mean people aren't people always are, are free to disagree but it has worked for me kasi stressed out pinas sa school sa school may target kay. Mm-hmm. Diba? deadline kang schedule somebody tells you what to do when to do and how to do it mm-hmm. at work ganun din um, and so this is your safe spot this is your your area of zen your podcast is yeah. that so if you add targets to it if you add um, if you add deadlines to it you're gonna get just as burned out as you are with school or, or with work Mm-hmm. So try not to put those things. At least when you're getting started, maybe if you if you play your cards well enough and you start making some some dough, if you you start making some money, then you want to put some structure to it. Then you want to put some 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 system to it and regularity. But when you're getting started, you know, free flow um, and 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 don't stress yourself about it because it's supposed to be something that you're passionate about. If it becomes stressful, you're 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 gonna stop being passionate about it. Mm-hmm. Ayon. So, ayon nga. Um, before we end this episode, mm-hmm. uh, do you have anything to promote? For sure. <laughs> please, please, please. Thank you, man. Thank you. Please follow. Uh, Dark Fury on Spotify. Uh, please do listen. We're only 10 episodes out. Uh, episode 11 is coming out this Friday. It's already recorded. Um, and then also please follow. So for anything dark, mystery, aliens, parallel universe, cursed objects, that sort of thing, Dark Fury is the go-to place out of uh, in, in the Filipino podcasting scene. Um, and then, of course, support all local podcasts. Please support the Progress Neighborhood uh, podcast. Also, follow Dark Theory social media accounts uh, on Instagram and Twitter. It's Dark Theory 
PH. And if you're already listening, thank you. And then yeah, yun support all Filipino podcasters. Yes. Oh, tama. The, the the community has to grow. I mean, it's growing. Um, it's growing, yeah, it's but growing. we can still grow a lot more. Mm. And especially, specifically, support the smaller players because there's a lot of people, like there's a lot of famous people getting into the podcasting scene. It's all fine and welcome, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. but but at the same time, give the small players a chance as well. You know, you never. It's like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're gonna get. Yeah. Ayon. Ayon. So thank you, Jet, for thank you, man. for an amazing episode. We. We learned a couple of things on how the dark theory started. Um, aside from, aside from the additional Tito era reminiscing moments with the wind up and stuff, ayon. And of course, sure. the most important thing is to contribute to the progress of the community. Wherein, uh, starting about a podcast, uh, this is the right episode for you. Uh, and Yon, thank you for tuning on on this episode of the Progress Neighborhood Podcast. Don't forget to follow, subscribe. Uh, the Progress Neighborhood Podcast is available on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Amazon. Yes, that's right, Amazon. You can ask Alexa to play Progress Neighborhood for you, and wherever you get your podcast. Until the next episode. Bye. Yeah! Let's talk about creatives, tech, sports, lifestyle, and everything in between and learn new things that could help you understand and develop your craft and skills as you listen to real-life stories of creators, innovators, and game changers as they share their success, strategies, and reflect on their mistakes and failures so you don't have to. Only here on the Progress Neighborhood Podcast.